What is going on, people? It is Let's Talk Sports, bro. I'm so glad to be back. I'm in with my partner, AB, Alex. How you been, Brody? I've been good. I've been good. I'm glad to be back on the show. Yes, you sir. Know, uh, New Year, uh, same vibes. Definitely trying to turn up. Definitely trying to, uh, you know, shoot a lot more with you and Let's Talk Sports. Trying to go to the top. Absolutely. Yo, so there has been a lot of hot takes in the sports world lately. Um, Black Monday is upon us, right? It's right here. NFL coaches are probably going to be fired. I want to get right into it because I'm so sick and tired of feeling disappointed in my squad, the New York football giants, the New York bums. Okay. And with a leader at the helm that, in my opinion, really isn't fit to be a head coach. I liked him at first. Right now, it's wishy-washy. Joe Judge. And we have to talk about it because everybody is talking about it. Should the New York Giants and John Mara bring back Joe Judge for year three? I'm of the assumption that he should be out as a head coach just because of what I've saw throughout this year and his record. But I just want to know, what do you feel about this? Should Joe Judge be back again for the New York football Giants, our Giants? You know, this is a tough one when I really, you know, got into thinking about it because, mm-hmm. you know, he's completed two years. His first year, um, we're basically in the playoffs if, you know, Philly doesn't sell out on that final game Thanks. against Washington. Um, and he's really never had a fully healthy roster. I will say that mm-hmm. the one game we were all healthy this year was against the Saints in New Orleans. And we went down there and, you know, we shut it down. Correct. So. I, I do got to say that, you know, we haven't been healthy for the past two years. Quarterback play hasn't been healthy as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm, I'm kind of th- torn right now because I, I get it. The New York fans want somebody new in and I want somebody new in. But I think he he he, he should get the year three. You know, he should get the year three. Um, the only thing I will say, the only thing I will say, I don't think Joe Judge is the head coach that's going to take us over the top. Mm-hmm. But but I want to give him the opportunity here three. I think this to is to see what the, he could do. See what he can do when all the pieces are healthy. Okay. I think we're going to bring in a new offensive coordinator. It's not going to be Freddie Kitchens. So mm-hmm. I think that's big for us. I think we need to find someone young, a strong McVay like uh type of offensive coordinator that Happy. you know could come in and do what he has to do for our 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 offense to be successful. I just think Joe judge, you know, he's really not that guy that's going to, you know, push and press the buttons for our offense to, you know, do what it has to do. Absolutely. And, then, and so for that reason, I, I, I think we bring him back for one more year just to give him that final, you know, year to see what he can do, what he can muster it up. But Hey, listen, if he gets fired, I have no issue. I have no problem with it. Okay. I'm on the assumption like Joe Judge, he needs to be gone just because he can't game manage a, a, a bowl game, bro. And it's too many weeks where the, the play is conservative. I understand we're injured and we don't have many players out there, but take some risks, take some chances. He has a 10 and 22 record overall. You get what I'm saying? That's not, especially in the NFC East where the division is is not as tough. Bro, we should be able to sneak into the playoffs. The Eagles are going into the playoffs with Nick Sirianni, a coach who I thought was incompetent by all means, and he's marching into the playoffs. Even though they lost to the Cowboys, he he got a playoff berth. You know what I'm saying? And they got playoff football. They're going to get an extra game check. While the New York football giants were injured this, that, and third, but we can't even manage a game. There's always something going on, whether it's headset issues, whether it's, you know, uh, 
uh, microphone issues, getting getting the play to the quarterback, whether it's special teams. It's always something going on in the New York Giants that you could look onto the coaches. And it's a young coaching staff, by all means. These, these are first, first, second year head coaches all trying to mesh and make it work. That's tough in and of itself. But, bro, we need somebody who can manage all aspects of a team. And I don't think Joe Judge, I think it's, I think it's a lot on Joe Judge's shoulders. I think he's never been in this type of situation before. He's always in the, he's, he's in the media eye now. This is New York. You get what I'm saying? He doesn't stand and sit on the podium and talk to, to Giant fans like everything is going to be okay. Right? It's just, uh, we're, we're staying consistent. These guys come in every day. They work hard. And, and it's about putting a brand of football together uh, for the fans. We haven't seen any of that. You get what I'm saying? So I just need to see a change in leadership because by all means, I, I, Joe Judge could tell us that, you know, the players, they're rolling, they they buy in. But I don't feel the same way because the product that they put on the field is so much different from what, is, what he's talking about, about practices being intense and all of this, all this stuff. You get what I'm saying? I just think it's a little bit of BS on his part. Completely agree. I, I, you know, I, I couldn't have said it better um, when you really look at all the X's and O's uh, when it comes to the coaching staff. But let's remember that midway through the season, I think we had just come off beating the Eagles mm-hmm. the first go around. And we were one game back from that wild card slot. Um, we were trending up and we haven't had a quarterback since then. Copy. I want to say how many weeks has it been? Five, six? It's been it's been a couple couple weeks since we had Danley Dimes in there, but. My my point point being is, you know, as a head coach, you're never going to win with a Mike Glennon Mm -hmm. starting at QB (laughs) or or Jake Fromm starting at QB. You need your dogs. Quarterback. And I and I bring this up to say this is another key for me, you know, for Joe Judge, you know, if he wants job security, if he really wants to make the change, because I I know we're talking about this topic, but I do believe that John Mara indicated that Daniel Jones and um. Uh, Coach Judge will be here for year three. Yeah, you did say that. So so I bring this up to say that along with finding a a, an OC that's Mm -hmm. really going to, you know, turn the tables. He's also got to find I I, I think we need to have a quarterback, a a, a backup quarterback. You know, the Jacoby Brissett's of the world, the even. The Gardner uh, Minshew, Huntley's, Huntley's the, of the yeah, world. Gardner Minshew's of the world. I, I think we need a backup, mm-hmm. um, just because with Daniel Jones, you just never know. Dude's we don't prone. even know if this is. We don't even know if he's our future quarterback. You know, he he plays average to above average sometimes, but he's just not consistent enough. So I just think Joe Judge needs to find a backup that when Daniel Jones goes down, you know, we still have an opportunity to. To win the game, a puncher's chance, as, as I'd say. I, I um, get what I get. What you're saying, eh? I get what you're saying. So I just think I think I think he needs to do more than what he's doing. As you said, poor game management, poor yeah. game manager, yeah. poor time management. You know, I, I've seen it all season. Timeouts not being called. Uh, two minutes left in the end of the second quarter, going into half, and we're just running the ball with three timeouts left. Thanks. We're not calling timeouts. We're not searching for points. You know, we I, need to be more aggressive. And this falls on him. He kind of just lags and just sits back and takes it. Yep. So he needs to do better. It was it went downhill for me with Joe Judge when I saw him punt the ball on, I think it was a fourth and two. He punted the ball. The next drive, 
we got penalized and it was it was fourth and I think it was fourth and 12 and he called for a fake punt and and it was just it was just a shit show you get what I'm saying so the things like that just irk my nerves because I, I see like you're not gonna run the ball or or go for it on fourth and two but you're willing to you know I mean risk it in our own end zone on fourth and 12 and do a fake punt I just don't like it I just want to let you know this a in the two years Joe Judge has been at the helm for the New York football Giants. We rank dead last in points, yards, red zone efficiency, and uh, it's one more. But one, we, we just dead last in everything. You get what I'm saying? We never held. I hear you. Know, you. I hear we're, you. We're not above 500 any of those years. It's just It just sucks what it's come to. You get what I'm saying? It just sucks. I hear you. And I'm, hey, listen, and I'm over here trying to, you know, put the piece together for the coach who should know what he's doing already. I'm over here being optimistic, trying to give him the benefit of the doubt. But if he gets let go or if, out of nowhere, you know, because I know uh, Jim Harbaugh has been in, in the media and the news lately. You know, the Raiders are, are are looking to get him. But, hey, why can't we look to get him, you know? Um, you know, there's interest building. You know, he might leave Michigan. So that's something if I was John Morrow, I'm looking at that. You know, he's proven. He's a winner. And he gets his players behind him. Nice. Joe Judge, as much as he wants to say that, he's got the players behind him. He went to the locker room. He talked to the captains. He wanted to see, well, you know, what was wrong with the organization prior to him coming, you know, uh, why they were, you know, packing up before the season was over. You know, he says they're not doing that. Everybody's, you know, running full speed in practice Monday through Friday into the weekend's games. Well, guess what? Like you said, we're not seeing the results on the field. So I don't want to hear that. You know, that's like me saying I practice and then I show up to the game and I don't do anything, but I practice. That's so I, 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 I need I need I need more. I need better. And I just need more consistency. Absolutely, more consistency, and just we. I, I want some dogs, bro. Give me some. Give me some boys from the SEC, bro. Give me some boys from the SEC because it's just not. It's not working out for the New York Giants. I know John Mara is tight. I know. I know the Tish family is tight. Everybody for it's just not a good situation, and there might be a lot of changes coming on Black Monday for the New York Football Giants. I don't think Joe Judge's job is that secure as people might think because. When you have turmoil, people want to see changes, right? That's just exactly. what it is. That's just what it is. So I'm of the assumption Joe Judge's job is not that secure. All right. It might be the end of Joe Judge era in New York. All right. I'm not wishing the man lose his job. I just want to see my team win football games. You get what I'm saying? So Joe Judge, get it together. All right. Moving on, hey, thank you for that hot take, bro. I really agree with some of the things that you were talking about with maybe, I mean, a lot of players are injured. You might want to see what he has to do year three. You get what I'm saying? So great take on that. Got to be optimistic. You know, you got to see both sides of the coin. Facts, facts. Moving on, let's talk about a little bit of basketball and what we're seeing from our cross-town rival, the Brooklyn Nets. Kyrie Irving is finally back. Not all the games, but half of the games because he can't play at home, right? I can't wanna, play at home. Can't play at home. Vaccine. Cannot play at home. That's fact. Under New York State mandate, it says one cannot play in the league if it, if the person <laughs> is not vaccinated. So <laughs> therefore, Kyrie cannot play at home. There thank, it is. Thank you for bringing the legislation to the podcast, bro. I, I, <laughs> thank you. I appreciate. You know what that. it is. Hey, listen. I hey, you got to stay on top of it. I feel you. I want to know: Can the Nets win a championship with Kyrie Irving only being able to play away games? Because we all know he can't play at home, right? So are they able to win a championship? I just I just want to let you know the Nets are 10 and 10 when they um at home. So what do you think? So 
this actually brings me back to Magic Conch. Will the Nets win a championship this year? No. Nope. Okay, they won't. They won't. <laughs> they will not win a championship this uh-huh. year without Kyrie playing all the games. Why I say this? One, I don't think they're deep enough. Mm-hmm. I think they have, uh, you know, James Harden and Kevin Durant, obviously. I know Joe Harris is out right now. Yeah. He's looking to come back soon. I know Patty Mills has been filling in really well. Um, they're big, you know, is playing pretty well right now. But I don't think they have enough pieces when it comes down to playoff time, second mm-hmm. round and third round of the playoffs, uh, which would be the Eastern Conference Finals. I, you know, I, Chicago's tough, man. Yeah. To go into Chicago and to beat Chicago four times this year, that's going to be it's tough. It's going to be hard. Real tough. Milwaukee. We saw what Milwaukee did in the playoffs last year. Chris Middleton. You got Giannis Antetokounmpo. Mm-hmm. And they got a couple other pieces. You know, to think about the Milwaukee Bucks, I don't know who their scouts team is. Yeah. But they they draft boys that, you know, are big, lengthy, can shoot, mm-hmm. and have really good IQ. You know, it kind of reminds me a little of the Spurs back in the day. Mm-hmm. The way they always just seem to insert pieces, and those pieces work. They got Bobby Portis, who's bowling out. Yeah. They still got that that young boy from Nova, uh, uh, Divinchenko, who's supposed to come back later this season. So I think that's going to be a big asset for them. Mm-hmm. Um, they lost him after the first round against Miami last year, but they were still pretty successful. You know, they still have Drew Holiday. Thanks. Um, so Milwaukee, I, I really think they are the most complete team in the East. And dare I say, I think they're, mo- they're, the, they're the most dangerous team in the East. So the Nets, when I get past Milwaukee, I think they'd have a tough time getting past the Bulls. I even think the 76ers, they'll have a tough time and, getting past and, the and Bulls, And I was going to just bring up the 76ers. They have no answer. If Joel Embiid plays the way he played in the, the last game, the month of, yeah. If he plays the way he played in the month of December into the new year, they're not going to be Philly either. Facts. I just think, you know, they just don't have enough pieces. Mm-hmm. You know, when you have three superstars on the team, you got to sacrifice by sacrificing role players that could have possibly been on the team. Because boys are not going to be getting paid that mm-hmm. much, and you know how that goes. So and I don't think that they can win a championship without Kyrie. They couldn't do it last year. What what's to say they could do it this year? They're just it, getting older. That's they're facts. not getting younger. Um, and, it, and it just and, it just sucks because we all know KD wants Kyrie for every game, and and everybody knows it. The bench knows it. James Harden knows it. Steve Nash knows it. All of Brooklyn knows it. Everybody wants Kyrie for every single game, but they're not going to be able to get Kyrie for every single game. And that's the bum part of the situation. So if they end up seeing New York in the playoffs, we don't even we're not even have to worry about a Kyrie because he can't play in New York. All right. There's a formula to beat the Nets, too. And that's just playing tough defense. Right. And making sure, especially on KD, making sure he takes tough shots and keep hammering them. Right. And all those teams that you mentioned, a can do just that to the Brooklyn Nets. Yep. That's why I feel like this is just a uh, um, a scary situation for Brooklyn, especially at home. You know what I'm saying? You and have to be able to win in front of your home crowd. What teams have that the Brooklyn Nets do not have? They have a deep bench. They have a deep bench, but but even more, they have certified big men. Joel Embiid. They have Giannis Antetokounmpo. And even the Bulls uh, center, Busevich, yeah. has been a, he's a two-time all-star, possibly three-time all-star Who could this stretch year. the floor. Stretch the floor, shoot the three. So, you know, and play with his back towards the basket to stay on him or Joel or Antenna Kumpo. So I just, there's just a lot that needs to be mm-hmm. fixed in Brooklyn. Like you said, they're 10 and 10 at home. I think they're on a five-game losing streak at home at the moment. 
Yeah. And, you know, KD, I, I got to give it to KD. He shows out. He does. Every night he plays, he's a dog. He's a baller. He's top two in the NBA. Mm-hmm. Here I say he's the best player in the league right now. Absolutely. But, but you know, at the same time, future Hall of Famer, I get too much inconsistency from James Harden. Mm-hmm. So I, I just don't know if they have enough. Um, I'm always going to give them a puncher's chance. Like, like, like they said last year, yeah. they would have been in the Eastern conference finals. If Kevin Durant would have had a size 15 shoe, yeah. unfortunately he doesn't, but Hey, those are the facts. You only go as far as the dogs could bring you. Right. And exactly. you play, you play some stout defense. All right. You force some turnovers. You make James Harden take some tough shots. You hammer Kevin Durant and the, and the series, especially versus Milwaukee, the 76ers, or even the Bulls, right? It will be a tough matchup for those boys. And I just feel bad for KD, who signed with the Nets because of a Kyrie. Kyrie's really not going to be there for those um, for those home games in front of the Brooklyn crowd that, you know, itching for a championship, especially after last year. So Exactly, exactly. And, and one more thing, mm-hmm. the Nets don't play defense. They don't. I mean, their bench guys play defense and some of the role players play defense. But if you look at it, they don't really play defense like that. So unless they can score with a team and play defense with uh, against that team, you know, it's just going to be tough. So mm-hmm. um, they got their things to work out. You know, I, I keep hearing from the Nets players that they're optimistic about Kyrie possibly coming back for all the games. Getting the vaccine. I don't know what that means, but there's only one way that would happen. So I mean, we'll if, just have to wait and see. If Kyrie gets the vaccine, I understand that kind of just goes completely against all his morals. And what my question would be to that is, why now? You know what I'm saying? Why now, Kyrie? Well, well, it was reported this past week that he's still weighing his options on mm-hmm. on the vaccine, and he's waiting for more information to come out on it. So there's always that possibility. Always. There is always that possibility. But that's all I have to say to that is, why now, Kyrie? The Nets do not win a championship. That's what we have to say about that. All right? Let's move on to our... Best team in New York is what I like to say. My hometown, New York Knicks. All right, the best franchise, the best show in town. All right, even though we haven't been playing like that. All right, we're still the Knicks. We're still a storied franchise. Still put some respect on our name. A, tell me this. The Knicks are 6-5 and in the last 10 games. Are they finally making a turnaround on the season? What are you seeing out there? Just give me a nice little Knicks take because – a lot of people were, you know what I mean, clowning us. Julius Randle's not the same. All right, the Knicks need to find themselves. They need to get chemistry with the new pieces that we brought on board. What is going on? What do you see now after we've been getting some, you know, some good wins underneath our belt? Yeah, um, there's a lot I can say about the Knicks. Um, you know, I, I do like the way we're playing now. I think we're more consistent. Mm-hmm. You got to remember, we were hit with safety, uh, health and safety protocols. Yep. For the whole month of December, it seemed like, and maybe even late November, it just seemed like boys were out for an extended period of Every time. Week. You know, we had a lot of 10-day contracts, mm-hmm. and this it literally went through our whole team. We didn't have R.J. Barrett for three weeks, it seems like, and he's been bowling out ever since coming back. He had a game winner <laughs> the other day against Boston. Yep. You know, he's really been turning it up. Um, Julius missed a couple games. Our whole starting lineup missed games. We, you know, Kemba yep. came back into the lineup which I think he should have always been mm-hmm. somewhat in the lineup. But a little quick synopsis. I do like what I'm seeing. I'm seeing a lot more hunger from the boys. Absolutely. Again, we're not completely healthy right now, especially at the big man position. Mm-hmm. And I think that's big right now in the East because it seems there's a lot of bigs in the East that, you know, 
um, get after it. The Miles Turners, you know, the Adam Kumpos, the the Joel Embiid's, uh, the Vucevic's. Absolutely. So there's a lot of bigs. I, I we're not fully healthy at our five right now. We got Mitch and we have ties, but we're missing Nerlens. Um, so I think that we're starting to be a little more consistent. We're playing defense because the games are no longer, you know, the scores aren't through the roof. So that yeah. shows me that we're playing some defense now on a more consistent basis. I'm starting to see Evan Fournier, you know, play a little better. I think he's understanding his role. Mm-hmm. He needs to just slash, cut, get open for three. Don't handle the ball. Move the rock. You know, I doubt, you know, he's, he could be big for us when he hits shots. Yeah. Um, IQ's development is tremendous. You know, he's really becoming that point guard that you always talked about. I really do see it now. Um, so I really do like the things that he's been doing. He's a leader. But then there's been players that are hit, hitting some walls like the Obi Tobin. So I think he needs to work with the coaches um, and he needs to get back in his groove. He needs to start running again. And just, you know, again, he needs that confidence because I've seen he's lacking in it. Mm-hmm. But overall, I think we're trending up. We're playing better. I, I will say I didn't like the Julius um, comments the other night, the the, the hand gesture. I, I don't like it. You know, right. you're in New York. We want you to perform. You're our dog. But at the end of the day, we're the fans. So we're going to we're going to keep it real. You know, you know I, me. I keep it real. Oh. If I see something I don't like on the court, I'm going to call it out. And Julius, so, I, we had this conversation the other day. Julius has the right to keep it real with us, too, bro. You get what I'm he saying? He does. He does. It's but a two way street. When he's not performing, but not when he's not performing. He so hit that's the why I believe that. I believe that there. That's all I got to say. Um, and he, I just need more consistent play from him, too. You know, he hasn't been hitting the shot this year. Let's be honest. He hasn't. I'm Not gonna, on a consistent basis. I'm going to touch on on the Julius Randle situation in just a moment. But I do want to let you – I do agree with you. The Knicks are trending up. If I had to buy some Knicks stock, I am buying some MSG stock because things are about to hit the garden and it's about to hit the garden in a good way. The Knicks are still under 500, right? We just took a loss to Boston. But – what I'm seeing is boys are playing a little bit more aggressive, right? They're attacking the basket and they're finding open shooters and shooters are knocking down those shots, which I like. We really weren't hitting those three-point shots earlier on. Kemba, even though he's on the bench right now, I do feel like, like we said before, he needs to be part of the rotation, get him in there, provide a spark. I, I still miss D. Rose. D. Rose is a big part of our offense and a big part of the leadership that's on the court. So we, we had to find a way to play good basketball without one of our leaders, D Rose. And that's a learning, that's a learning, uh, that's a learning, was it's it? Learning it's a learning curve. Tur- yeah, it's a learning curve that we have to figure that out, right? So the Knicks are able to get some good wins underneath that belt. We're gonna keep striving and trending upward and whatnot to more of uh, you know, maybe it's not gonna be like how it was last year because the East is so deep this year. But we're still going to be in there a six, six or a five seed anywhere between, I think, four, five and six. That's where I think the Knicks could finish on a good end. All right. Other than that, I don't see us playing in any playing game. I hope it doesn't go that far. But the Knicks are trending upward. When you were talking about Julius Randle now, though, hey, I can't be mad at Julius Randle for doing the thumbs down. Bro. It's, not, it's not. All right. He's a ball player and, and he has to be a dog. But, bro, he's a lot of voices, opinion, too. And he apologized for it. You get what I'm saying? I'm always of the assumption I have two brothers. I fight with my brothers all the time. I treat Julius Randle like he's a brother. like he Because he's he embraced New York, embraced everything about the city. He came here for us. You get what I'm saying? Not through a trade, but through free agency. And then we repaid him. We gave him an extension. 
that's our boy. That's our dog. Right. And he gave us a thumbs down to recognize, yo, New York, shut up, bro. Relax, relax a bit because, yo, I still got y'all back. I need y'all to have my back right here, right now. You get what I'm saying? In a tough game. He hit the basket on that. He passed up a three. He drove for the two. All right. Fans booed that. Put the thumbs down, bro. Relax. I got the basket. You get what I'm saying? Brothers fight. That's what it is, New York. Brothers fight. Let, let, let's stop. Let's not boo our let's not boo our dog. And that's what I have to say about that because this is like, we can't, I'm not gonna be mad at the brother for putting giving us a thumbs down. We dish it to him, he could dish it back to us. You get what I'm saying? If I'm roasting you, you could roast me. You get what I'm saying? And that's what it is to me. That's how it is with me. That because that's my brother. You get what I'm saying? We go to war with him every night. You get what I'm saying? Even, granted, he hasn't been hitting his shots the way he's been hitting them last year. All right, it's a new squad. He has a new baby at home. This, that, and the third. COVID, he, he was probably hit with COVID or somebody in his family affected with COVID. These are still people at the end of the day. All right, so if he wanted to voice his opinion and be like, yo, Knicks fans, shut up, bruh, because y'all are tripping right now. Let me do me. Let me play my game. I'm fine with that. I have no ill will towards Julius Randle and I accept his apology, even though I didn't need that apology. You get what I'm saying? That's just my thoughts I hear on that. that. I hear that. I hear that. But I still don't agree. So, um, I, and I get it. He's a human and all this. And But you know yeah. what? Last year, he's getting he's getting cheered for. He's getting the MVP chance. You know, there was nothing, no problem then. All I'm saying is, if you don't want that to happen, as Charles Barkley and Shaquille O'Neal said it, top 50 greatest players of all time, Hall of Famers in their own rights, champions. Mm-hmm. Um, so as they said it best, you got to be able to take it. Listen, it's the NBA. These are the fans. They pay to watch you win. When you're not winning and you're not performing and you're not playing well, well, guess what? You got to get booed. Charles Barkley said it but, best. He played in Philadelphia. He said he had net, he compared his experience in Philadelphia to his experience in Phoenix. He said when he was in Philly and they played bad, he had never heard the things that they were saying to the players. So it's just it, it's part of the sport, bro. It's part of competitiveness. If I'm going somewhere to see something and I'm paying for it, I want the team to perform at their highest levels. And I think this is the problem with the Knicks all year, not just Julius, the Knicks, the inconsistency. I know we're being a little more consistent now. We're playing a lot better. Like you said, we're hitting shots. We're attacking the rack. We're more confident. But let's be honest. We're 18 and 20 right now. We're still under 500. That tells me that we're inconsistent. 19 so until and we're 21. over 500, until we're over 500, and we're actually in the playoffs because right now I think we're the like 10th or 11th seed. So we're not even, we'd be in a playing game at the moment. I believe we're 19 but and 21 and we're the 10th seed. Yeah. 19 and 21 and we're the 10th seed. Yeah. So I think we'd be at what? At the playing game. So we're, we haven't even been over 500 and all these issues are arising. All I want from Julius, listen, I get it. I hear what you're saying. All I want from Julius is more consistent play. And that's more consistent we, play. That's all. Hit your shots and less turnovers. Let's move the ball. I've said this from game one. I feel you. If we do that, if Julius does that, we're an over 500 team and because he has we have been. a lot of solid role players and we have RJ Barrett, Emmanuel quickly developing. And he has been though. But just like you said, he has to be willing to take it. Why can't he dish it? Because we're fans and we're sitting in the stands. It's I don't not get a good that. Look. It's, it's not, not a, good, not a look. good look. But RJ Barrett, but RJ Barrett 
cursed at a heckling fan the other day, and it was all cheered upon. You get what I'm saying? And that dude could have well game. been a Knicks fan. But that's, but that's you see now, but, now you see now that's no, different. But that's, there's a, no, but there's a lot of there's a lot of times for instances where NBA players come at fans, and it's it's cool. Why can't Julius Randle give us a thumbs down at home because the fans because are going because and you he just made said a it shot. because it because it's at home. You just said it. All these other ones, I guarantee you, once you go in your in, in the vault. They're always away games. I saw it with Russell and Philly. I think Philly was also RJ Barrett. Donovan Mitchell got, um, they were, got was it who was it? Donovan Mitchell? Was that a what was he home or away when he played the Warriors and they came at him? Or was it somebody like that? No, 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 no. That was uh that Utah, there's always things going on in Utah. I know it happened in Utah. It had to be in Utah. That's where Russell Westbrook, you know, had his little incident in Utah. But but that's that's neither here nor there. My point being is that. These are the home fans. They have the right to boo when they're not seeing a product that's, that's you know, what it's supposed to be. The New York Giants are getting booed at home at the end of games. Why? Because the product is not what the fan is paying for. You know, we got to see more consistency. That word is big in New York sports right now, consistency. And I'm going to leave it at that. That's just my opinion on it. I don't think you do it. The greats came out and said you don't do it. I've never seen LeBron do it to his fans. I've never seen Kobe do it to his fans. Um, and I'm not putting Julius in that realm, but if he wants to become this all-star slash superstar, you know, he's 26, 27. So he's still, you know, at the peak of his uh, prime right now. He has to take this. He has to be able to take this in and say to himself, I got to play better. I got to do better. You know, and the city's going to rock with Julius regardless. That's you what just I'm saying. See him and he's allowed to dish it, especially in the climate we're in today. He's allowed to voice his opinion and dish it too. I, I wouldn't be upset that he gave us a thumbs down. It, it it really doesn't affect me the way it affect, affected others. That's just me. That's just me. It's just, it's ball, bro. It's sports. It's it, That's what it is. At we won, day, so sports. it didn't even affect me like that as well. The only thing I'll say is that the casual fan is not going to like that. I don't have a problem with it. I'll be real with you. He did it. You heard, you saw when I, when he did it, because we were watching the game together. I was like, oh, that's not a good look. Um, personally, for me, it is what it is. Um, hey, but then in the comments, you know, the average fan is different. Oh, I'm not going to get, I'm not no. going to go watch the Knicks. You know, it's uh, just not good for the, the franchise. In the comments, in the comments on the apology, I'm seeing a lot of, yo, bro, you don't even need to do that, bro. We rock with you regardless, bro. Oh, bro, come on now. We love you. Stop it, Jewel. You don't need to even give this apology. That's what I was seeing from over the 200,000, you know I mean, likes and comments that he had on his apology post. But we'll leave it at that. All right. The Knicks are trending upward though, A, right? Definitely trending up. Definitely trending up. The word consistent is becoming, you know, I can start using it now because we're consistently playing defense, I'd say. Mm -hmm. um, still got to fix some some things. But like you said, we're missing B-Bros. We don't got Kemba right now. So, you know, those are two studs that could give you 30-plus on any night. Yep. So, 25-plus, um, 30-plus. So, um, we're going to be fine. We're going to be fine. It's not even midway point of the season yet. I mean, we're approaching it. We still haven't hit the all-star break, and we still yep. haven't hit the trade deadline. So, we got to see what we can do. Um, during the trade deadline, but we definitely got to win the games that we're supposed to win. Big facts, big facts. Hi, right. it's been great debating with you, dog. It's been a pleasure to have you back. Sooner we're gonna get you into the uh, into the into the studio, bro. As soon as I get things squared away with the new place, you get what I'm saying. So it's oh, yeah, been a pleasure. Yeah. Appreciate you for being on. Hey, let's go Knicks, right? Let's go Knicks. Let's go Knicks. Hey, listen, that's the only thing I got to look forward to is the New York Knicks. Mm -hmm. Thank you for having me. As always, it's a pleasure. <laughs> yes, sir. My bye. My boy. <laughs> Many blessings. All right. All right, bro. This is Let's Talk Sports. 
All right, stay with me, rock with me. Everything you need is in the link in the bio below. Make sure you check all of that out, all right? And just stay tuned, all right? It feels good to be back in studio with my guy, all right? It's been a pleasure. Have a good one, America. Yes, sir.